0: beautiful people across the globe we just want to welcome you to another edition of d-a-k-i-c-k-b-a-c-k the kickback with sharika sabrina and eb what's good kickback family it's your boy eb and i am here with two of my favorite people sharika and sabrina and you are listening to kickback but we have officially wind down to the end of 2023 i don't know about you in your life and how things have gone from january to May. um to well, i was about to say may but you know that's how life be life and because i'll be feeling mm-hmm. like you know like may hits and then like oh school is out i got a summer break that's how i'm feeling going into this new year like oh man december is here like got a little break Get ready for january like for this newness of 2024 and all that it has to offer but for me, oh man, a whirlwind of a year for sure. And I'm sure we'll get into different things of just highlights of 2023, highlights of our personal life, maybe our social life, maybe even our professional life, different things that God has been able to do in and through it but there has been definitely some highs and lows and for me this week i don't necessarily have a song um but i will say my father finding for the week just because i know a lot of people love looking out for people and they love blessing people with different things um i would say if you are one of those listeners who love to get ej clothes um just whatever age he at, just push that up. Like, so he's just hit three months last week. Just get clothes from like six to nine months or nine to 12 or two T, three T. Like you can get it down the line. Um, my boy went to daycare um, this week or today, specifically today at the time of this recording and the center director who is a sister of the pod who gave y'all some great financial advice. She was like, yeah, he like, he, his legs, he 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 can't be mobile in it. Like, do y'all want me to cut out the legs because he's restricted? Yeah. I was like, but the clothes that he has is zero to three months. Like, what's going on? They're like, yeah, but I'm just telling you, your boy's too tall for the clothes that he got. And so mm-hmm. we're thanking God for, in my mind, him being healthy and growing in some way, shape, or form. Um, And also just hearing his teachers already saying from the way he was week one to the way he is now already, just like week three, week four, whatever it is, or week three, I think. Um, He has just been developing for them at a rapid pace. And they say that the boy loves to eat. He started out getting three ounces, then they'll like bump it up to four, then they'll like bump it up to four and a half. Now he's taking five ounce bottles and they was like, Yeah, just go ahead and push it up. Like you might want to do hey. something. Like the boy'd be eating and then he'd be like, Hey, what's what's going on? Like, um, and so <laughs> his teacher today, his infant's teacher, she sent us like a little small little video or whatnot of him after he's eaten and just the side eye that he gave her when the when the bottle was done was like what, like What's up with you? That's it? <laughs> I, I know my parents gave you more than one bottle. I, I know I'm finished with this bottle, but you better go get something else out of the fridge. Um, and, of course, they have to try to monitor that as best as possible and feed them because, you know, nobody there can just feed them. And if mom's at work or if mom's away, like, you got to go or portion it out with a different time. So he typically eats about every three hours. Um, but that's my father finding for this week. Sharika, Sabrina, how y'all living? How y'all feeling?
1: EBI. Have a question about your findings as a parent okay. do you find that what they say is true you just find the time find the space because i've often said on the pod i am just myself My husband, no pets, and I be feeling stretched thin. I be feeling tired. And I hear you talking about like, oh, sending bottles with him to daycare or he has to eat every three hours. I like get so overwhelmed at the thought of being a parent. And I think you alluded to this or said it plainly before. So forgive me if you're repeating yourself. But like, do you just, is it just like a gift from God? Suddenly the hours there's more time or?
0: Yeah. So like, um. And just because, of course, y'all know how it is, there's a lot of different spaces and places and people who listen to us. But I think one of my older cousins gave the best description of fatherhood for me. And this is for me. But he was literally, his words, um, and I'm just quoting because, you know, we've quoted all types of people from criminals to presidents to some of our presidents are criminals too, who are former presidents. (laughs) Um, But like we've quoted people, so this is his exact words. Like being a dad... Well he well, his first one was, you gotta be real as F. Oh, you gotta be real as fuck to be a mom. Like you can't, it ain't for the week. And then he say, if you are born a sucker, he said, if you really wanna be a real dad, God will turn you into that and change you instantly. And like for me, wow. I would be somebody who would sleep through the night easily. Like you can ask my wife, like, like I could be um, well, we all like we've worked on summer staffs and camps and all of that. We've been in big places of a lot of people like it's been times at events where I'm sleeping and just, you know, the sermon ain't hitting. God ain't talking to me in that moment or at least I didn't feel like God was talking to me. And like I'm dozing in the space of a whole bunch of people where chatter is going on. Music might be going on. And none of that stuff. In this, it's it mattered. But like he just gives a little faint cry. And I'm waking up two, three o'clock in the morning. It's like you hear it like this sense of um, and I don't know, crazy demonic stuff or stuff that people might say but there's some form of connection that definitely happens with you and your child where you're like oh oh snap i gotta wake up and be alert and i truly feel that god has gifted that to all parents and some parents choose to tap in on it and some don't and we see that through parents who have neglected responsibilities um or parents who feel like um, because i know we talked about it last week where certain tasks of parenting whether it be motherhood or fatherhood are beneath them Um, Like even today, like, and I say today, but it's kind of like every day because I have this, I won't say a pet peeve, but it's close to that if someone wanted, I don't know, like, I don't know the direct definition of pet peeve, but I know what pet peeves could be, but like, I don't like seeing dishes in the sink. So I know I to y'all, like, I try my best every night to make sure it's empty Um, and that doesn't always happen, but I have found myself Just recently, like every time Judith get done pumping or every time she come home from work or every time like we feed the baby, like I try to make sure I'm washing that bottle to minimize one listening for her to have to do. Um, Because from what it seems from the outside and from what she tells me, like after a while, it gets very taxing on trying to balance cleaning all these essentials that's needed for this baby to survive but also to be there to feed him to be there to play with him to be there to do tummy time with him to be there to be just active to be an active parent like it definitely takes a lot but i, I truly truly feel for myself um that god has given me some extra strength or endurance that i didn't think i had and um because y'all know like you know back in may I tore my acl and mcl and still going through pt for that and even that space of like Still going to PT, still being dad, still being a husband, still going to work, still living life, still being, I guess I'll say, tapped into all things. Um, there's this newfound energy that I didn't think I had in me. And I can only say that that's because of God. Um, like I wake up and I don't feel tired. I don't feel exhausted. Like wow. I get those two, three hour cat naps with Him and I feel like, okay, let's go take on the world together. Um, now there are wow. some things you're like, a little more challenging or tougher. Like I think we said it before we started recording, Sabrina. Where like some days you just be like, hey, I don't know if I want to do X tasks or 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 Y task. So it's like you're getting up and it's like, oh man, we gotta get ready. Gotta change him. Gotta feed him. Gotta pack his diaper bag. Make sure he got diapers. Make sure he got wipes. Make sure he got his pacifier. Make sure he got another outfit just in case he has a blowout. Make sure he got his burp cloth. Make sure he got a bib. And it's like you're checking all these. Like it's kind of like a big checkoff list. And before you know it, you just spent thirty forty minutes from changing his diaper, changing his outfit, feeding him and getting ready. And you're like, oh my goodness, now I'm running late. And for people who know me know, I don't like running late for the most part. um, I try to be uh, all places earlier, uh, early, but you know, with him has been a little more challenging. And even last week as we pulled up to church um, for cr- Christmas Eve, um, one of my best friends was a pastor at one of our Salvation Army locations here in Pasco um, or whatnot, Dominic. And then, so of course he Walks outside and he was like, "Oh, it's not who, like because he couldn't see." But he was like, "Oh, we got look like we got some guests for Christmas Eve." And he said, he's seen." He was like, "Oh, I see an X on that car." All right, boom. He see seeing me step up. He was like, "I was about to say." He say, I, "He say, if baby wasn't here, I would have said." And just like black people being late, but since yeah, I got the baby, I understand because I know what it's like or whatever. So babies do do that, but you just have to shift your schedule and how you do certain things, and you just you know get up a little earlier. At least that's been my focus or my my I guess. W- what I've been trying to do.
1: I love that. So if I
0: answered your question, um, you then <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: totally did. And I got emotional because it's beautiful to hear how like God just creates like he's a constant provider. What's not beautiful to hear. And I don't want to ever do an you" like section and I'm talking about something the Lord has done. So I don't know what I would call that. Maybe beefing with God. My little beef is, how come from the time we are babies, we have to exercise? This tummy time thing (laughs) kills me. Like, I remember watching my first infant, and the parents were giving me the schedule, and they're like, and then they need to do tummy time. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to Google this, because what is it? And it's like, no, literally, you have to, like, make sure your baby, like, has their tummy time. I'm like, golly, and I'm still doing tummy time. It's not working out that great, but I'm trying (laughs) And I'm like, God, why couldn't we just have our heavenly bodies? Like this sucks from the time you're a baby. You got to keep moving. And I don't know how true this is. I need to talk to someone who's like in their eighties, nineties, but my dad, who's just in his late sixties is always saying, even as an old person, you got to keep moving. It keeps you healthy.
0: Yes. Oh, definitely. So I'm
1: like, God, will I ever have a time to be a couch potato and that be okay? lord mm, he was not kidding when he said y'all gonna have to work and y'all gonna have to move
2: girl my mother-in-law was like you know yeah i got goals i'm trying to work out and i'm like you know not putting her business out there but she's you know 70s ish you know in that area and i was like if i'm still trying to do all that in my 70s i'm giving it up
1: i'm, I'm giving like, it up
2: because I'm not like like you said it's like dang from the infant to the grave you are got to be moving
1: (laughs) Tommy Tommy no joke so um shout out to little EJ he's on it I am feeling really good i love this time of year and i know y'all are tired of hearing it i said it every temp check for the past like four or five but i really do it's the holiday season i've had some really good time just with my family and friends and seeing the lights in the neighborhood and doug and i i forgot to say this last time we were in our neighborhood's first annual christmas parade now before you all get too excited The parade was supposed to be on a Saturday. It got rained out and there was like a holiday crawl where you do caroling and all that. But the parade got rained out. So we're getting ready for the parade. It was literally six of us and (laughs) like only two families were outside on their lawn because it got rained out and there was no like mass email to be like, oh, we're going to do it on Sunday at this time. So we were just random people and we weren't even that close. So some people were on bikes, some people walked. You know, neighbor had a Grinch costume with a little dope little sled thing to carry behind. But I'm just yelling at people that I see come outside like, hey, we're small but mighty Christmas parade. It was so awkward, but also delicious. So I I love that for me. I love that for the neighborhood. And I'm feeling really good about 2024. I feel like for most of my life, EB was talking about like how you can be like in a you can have like a regime, right? Like I do this at this time on Wednesdays. Well, when I was a kid, Wednesdays and Sunday night, we were going to church. So you were in church a lot, uh, Sunday night, Sunday morning, Wednesday, band practice, youth a, a lot. So I'm just, and then, you know, in school and I was always in activities because my parents were like, what you're not going to do is run the street. You're going to have to run the field playing soccer or-, or run the stage or whatever. So I have just always had something, something, something to do. And I am finally at a on my life outside of what I'm doing for my job, which there's pretty good work life balance there. I don't really have to have anything to do. And that feels really good for me. So I'm looking at 2023 and I want to just come full circle here because on one of our first episodes, I was teasing the former first lady and her little slogan, be best. But you know, I'm to rock with you because I'm feeling it. Sharika came up with this series, um, New Year, Best You. And I'm like, you know, what, I'm going to close out 2023 with <laughs> Be Best. I'm ready to be best and like see what's in store for me when I allow space in my life to really focus and hear from the Lord and not be pulled in like a million different directions. So feeling good, feeling great. My song, Um, we talked about this movie one day in our recommends, it's a week away. And the song was remixed in this movie It's called The Great Adventure. Saddle up your horses. We got a trail to blaze. And it's just about how like life with the Lord and walking with him, you don't know what's next. But having that trust, and it's a great adventure. So while I am canceling things in my life I'm also opening up my life to like the next great adventure because this is the year I'm going to be on the other side of 35 so I'm like oh middle ages we got to move different friend so I'm feeling good feeling great sunny 75 Shrika, how are you feeling
2: I'm feeling great um had a wonderful you know I feel like I'm still in the holiday season you know and just enjoying time with family and dear friends so it's just been good um you know just being with family does your heart really good so um but yeah so i've just really been having a chill time lots of laughter lots of joy lots of fun so my temp is 71 and i'm enjoying cool weather for the um holiday season. So I'm excited. I'm just having um I'm just having a great time. I'm sorry if y'all can hear TV in the back. No, room.
1: it's matching. It's okay. giving merriment. It's giving joy. <laughs> okay. Um and so
2: my song is something beautiful from Need to Breathe. And um uh, it says hey now this is my desire consume me like a fire because I just want something beautiful to touch me. I know that I'm in reach because I'm down on my knees waiting for something beautiful. And that's my, that's a song I've loved for a long time, but just talking about just being in the, like in reach of God, like having your life in a place where you're, you know, when people talk about they're running from the Lord or whatever, but just centering your life on God. So when he wants to do something beautiful, you're right there in the reach of the overflow. So that's what my Um, prayer for my 2024 would be.
1: Love it. Love it.
2: Yeah. So, um, I was thinking, you know, in this, in the mindset of new year, best you, um, I was, you know, I love the new year in the sense of that it's always a time of reflection or at least I, that's how I look at it. As a time of reflection, whether reflecting on what you've been through, what you've done, what you've gone through, and then uh, reflecting on what you look forward to and what you long along for maybe in the coming year. So I know Sabrina said a little bit this about this, and actually she actually said, shared a little bit. So maybe Evie, you can go next. And if you think of anything else you want to add, what does New Year best you? What does your best you look like or what is it that you want to add to your life or do in your life or maybe like Sabrina get rid of or take away from your the way you're moving in life to be the best you that you want to be
0: yeah so for me um actually that you mentioned that people who know me know that I and they like, say if you know me know me know me know me you know I don't necessarily mm-hmm. do new year's re- resolutions mm-hmm. Um just because I always try to tell people like if there's an issue today um, take care I, like it. why not why not address it right in that moment um but there has been this intentional Focus um especially this year and then going into 2024 where you know I want to continue doing what I've done in the past as far as traveling more this year in 2023 I wasn't oh. able to do that with um like y'all didn't really hear many travel I guess excursions or adventures with us because as you know, Judith was pregnant. So that kind of took a down downturn as far as our travels. Now, I will say this, that doesn't mean you can't travel while um, you're pregnant or your significant other is pregnant or you making things happen. Um, but there were some things that could have come up for me where some of like, you know, guys trips, friend trips, like the homies had went to South Africa again. Um, Some of the other homies had went to Ghana and I really want to go there. But I was just like, financially, that just wasn't the best decision for our family at the time. Um, Even though Judith was like, no, go ahead and go. Like, enjoy yourself. Like, this is the time that you have your guys trip. Like, this is not nothing new. Like, let this not stop us. But for me, I just felt like, you know, just, wasn't it for me um now having a child trying to find ways to provide new experiences for him um and like trying to figure out like how do we balance kind of what we expose him to now and like do you double back on it like i know i was always like adamant like no i'm not taking him to disney when he's one two or three years old like he's not remembering that like i'm gonna take you when you are seven or eight when we have conversations about it and you can say you remember it going to disney or you can actually ride certain rides but then now being a dad i'm like I don't know like he'll have some like just watching you know just how his bundle of joy how small he is and like he'll look way cuter in a pitchy picture with mickey and minnie or goofy or any of the characters now than he will when he's seven or eight now he'll still be handsome and cute and all of that but there's just a difference from this little baby um than this i guess this kid and not this no longer toddler anymore so i'm looking for those moments um I'm not one of those people who like blast on social media, like, hey guys, I'm gonna take a hiatus from social media, but I'm finding ways where like I basically was off of Twitter. Um just about I want to say all of twenty twenty three, if not most of twenty twenty three. I'll say most. I gonna say all most of twenty twenty three, I'm pretty sure I was off like probably starting February or March. I think I was off of that. Um, and it may have been later, but I know for a fact a lot of twenty twenty three was not on Twitter. So I'm trying to figure out like how I'm gonna shift that into Instagram and Facebook um in twenty twenty four, even though I know some people are like, no, like we, we need the the reels of EJ. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you'll catch them in twenty twenty five. Um, especially if I'm disciplined. That's what's gonna happen with that. I think if you go back to one of our January episodes, um, especially if I want to be a new year, new me or a new year better version of me, or if I wanna be best, one of our January, February episodes, I think I was like around that 205, 210-ish. Um, hopped on the scale today. I was at like 225 So being disciplined on what I'm eating wasn't the best. So I'm like, I gotta do much better but i still got on the scale just about every week where i'm like okay let's and part of that in my mind this is not excuse it was just like being lazy i'm like i'm already working out for pt that's the only workout you get for me this week and i could have <laughs> been doing other days um so hoping to get to my full strength hopefully that happens in may um, I wanna listen to more audiobooks and podcasts and just different things that keeps my mind stimulating. I learned this new thing. Here's another father finding in the midst of this, but watching, so I'm trying to see if I can find that video again to send it to y'all too, so y'all can see it. But it's like this two year old kid who's like already a multiplication math genius. Um, and his parents said that they just basically saw him attracted to YouTube videos with numbers. Like they'll show different like, you know, word videos, like learn these words, learn your alphabets, learn these math two plus two, just showing him videos in the house. like his fixation was on the ones with numbers and like he would cry when he's watching a stands for apple and it's like just crying like what that like why are you crying then switch it to another video and it's like all like smiles and giggles and cheer and they're just watching his interaction they say but part of that was them always also playing classical music throughout the day and his only screen time was educational like they was like they had the limit even for themselves Them watching tv or sports or other things that they knew wouldn't necessarily garner a greater brain development for him so even for me somebody who loves video games somebody who loves sports like how do i balance that so i want to make sure i'm listening to more audiobooks or podcast episodes that teaches me a little more about you know just child development and how that um works Um, if there's any cooks out there i want to be a person who where it's not only Judas cooking in the house, um, outside of like the simple stuff that everybody got to cook, like the eggs and spaghettis and this and that, like, but, like steaming vegetables. Like that's not, I'm talking about like real-deal cooking. So 2024, I'm aiming to do my best at cooking more and trying to find ways to look at those things. I want to be a DIYer to some extent. Um, I know there's some talents that God has blessed other people with and not me, but I watch YouTube time and time again of like home renovations. And you're watching these. Um, and I say inexperienced, but these people who are who consider themselves inexperienced and say, I just tried. it. I tried and I failed. I tried and I failed and I tried and I failed. And now I finally got to a point where I got it. And now I blast the world with a whole bunch of YouTube videos. So I want to turn our house that we just got into a home and make it um, that way and then try to figure out, even with the baby, a personal schedule or a routine that I'm locked in on. I know that was a lot, but that's kind of where I'm at, just where my mind is in a myriad of places of where I want 2024 to be and to be intentional in that pursuit. And some of that i have already started um, in this month of December um, to get to that point where it's more so of just like rolling through the finish line and not starting on January 1st at the finish line or at the starting point and then starting, like I want to roll through um, and make it happen. So yeah.
2: That's amazing, Evie.
0: trying to be best.
2: Nice? <laughs> I know. You be <laughs> best. <laughs> Especially
0: when
2: you're like, I'm not usually a new uh, year's resolution, but yeah, I mean, I think it's important to have, to set your intentions for the things that you want. Yeah. Because, you know, as we know, if you don't plan, what well, they say, you don't plan, if you don't, if you fail to plan, you, 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 plan, you plan to, to fail to or fail. something like that yeah exactly so you do have to set your intentions for me um i have a lot of things of course that i want to do but my two top two things that i think will help me be the best version of myself or the things that i want to work on to be the best version of me would definitely be my health that's always been an ongoing journey and so i really as i'm winding down 23 and preparing 24, especially on vacation, I'm going to, like, I want to set up, like, act- action plans for my, how I plan to actually do that, because I'm good for, oh, this is what I'm going to do, but uh, I always leave myself a lot of wiggle room to not do the things I want to do, so this year, I'm, I want to do the things I actually have set forth and plan to do, so coming up with that plan of how to actually work on the health that I say that I'm—it's important to me. And the other um, goal is to uh, get my certification in HR. So Let's those are like my top two. Yes. Uh, the anxiety of it all. But um, you know what? As my friend Sabrina says, you can do hard things well. So hey, that's what I—that's what I'm clinging to. The Lord in that promise that I can do hard things well, and just. pushing forward. Sabrina, I don't know if you had anything else
1: to add Um, add or not. Yeah, I think you and Evie has both shared really poignant um, (laughs) ways to think about going into the new year. I I probably touched on like my Mm -hmm. major vibe in the beginning, but I guess if I were to expound and take a word from Evie on that, it's really just to create space for me to live in a way that's really intentional and not just be caught up in a rat race. Although there's nothing wrong with that. I've been in a rat race, I feel like since fourth grade and I've had Mm -hmm. a really blessed life. I have been so blessed by some of the consistent routines I've been in some of the leaders I've seen. And I'm talking in the church, at my school, people in my neighborhood, because I was at this place at this time every week, like these things happen in my life because I was at camp every summer. These other things happen in my life, but and just being really sensitive to the Holy spirit and, you know, shout out to our spouses. Cause I know all of us can say things that our spouses have said to us that makes us like, look at our life and kind of reevaluate. Cause Doug sees a side of me inside of me that even my family doesn't see. Right. He's like, um, the friend that sticks closer than a brother as the scripture says, but, I tend to, I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not a yes person, but I do do tend to overextend because it is hard for me to say no to something that I'm capable of doing, Mm. whether I want to do it or not. If I know I have the skills and I don't want to blame my upbringing in the church, but part of that is just like, don't hide your, in my mind. Don't hide your light under a bushel and use your talents well. We know the parable of the talents, right? The one who didn't invest his talents, like he got them taken away, you know? So I'm like, oh, for example, uh, the Tampa Bay Theater Festival, I've been on the board for that for many years and they are going in a new direction and they wanted to have me every Sunday and Lutz at 3.30 and Sundays I have family dinner with my husband's side of the family. And I know that there's so much I can contribute, and I love where we're going with it. But this fall, I just finally had to say to my dear friends, uh, Rory and Kalila, like, unfortunately, in 2024, I cannot sit on the board. You know, I will show up to the plays. I will share them word of mouth because I too want to step and the people who know me I'm not even on social media like that if Evie if if something's not in the group chat I really don't know about it I have been creeping on the kickbacks Instagram so for those of you who are listening if y'all see a love from the kickback and you're like who is it's me I'm just creeping uh but like I want to step away from that too it's like I will show up I will do word of mouth but something in me there was an anxiety created like having to be somewhere every Sunday at this time for this many hours. You know what I'm saying? And it would be different if there was one thing, but I'm very involved in my sorority now because of my old job. Many years I couldn't be involved, but now I'm on this board. I'm helping one of my friends plan her wedding. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then I'm saying yes to all these things because, and there are things that I love and I'm capable of. And then I come home and I am tired. And my husband's just like, you, you can't say no, you can just not. And I'm like, I feel actually quite proud of myself that I'm at a place in my life where I'm like, I can just not, and that's okay. So I just nodded everything. (laughs) I was like, no board. Uh, Sorority, I'm still going to help my friend with her wedding. But some of the other things I'm like, I, and let's just like work. I need to free up because there are other things in my life that I have to create space for. And I'm never going to have this space if I keep overextending. So I think EB challenged us to think about like a word. For 2024, and I guess mine would be just being intentional and creating space. Sorry, EB, those are three words. I didn't follow the rules, but um, I'm just creating space. (laughs) I am absolutely creating boundaries. Yeah, and I don't know if 2024 has a baby in store for Doug and I, but I know one thing's for sure. There, and I admire EB and my friend Ashley. And so many other people that I know who have babies and they didn't like cancel any other thing in their life. I know my limits. I not cannot... <laughs> like the fact that Evie has EJ and he's like, yeah, I'll still meet once a week. I'll be like, y'all, I'm stressed. I cannot do it. <laughs> like, I just know myself. I would want to get very familiar with my new te- routine first before adding. And I feel like a baby is like dropping a bomb into a family. Not in a bad way, but it's just very different. Things are very, very different. So yeah, I'm creating space and I am being intentional.
2: I think, you know, for me, as you were saying that and you were talking earlier, I was thinking the thing for me that I know I need to work on is being more authentic. Not that I'm like fake, but I think it's the, you know, I, I, I get that, you know, if you can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, it's like, I feel bad saying that I don't want to or I don't, you know, if I'm or I'm not going to. But I think being like true to the feelings that I have and showing up for me is something I definitely need to do because I will definitely put other people's desires for me or like put myself last. Because, you know, Jesus, for a sure self-life, there's others in between. I don't think that's and joy. I think that, that was joy. No. I know. <laughs> but but now I'm like, is that? I don't know about that. Because <laughs> now there are there are things that I definitely believe as a Christian that there are things that I should give. And that it will cost cost me and it will be at a sacrifice. And I believe that that's important and that is good. Because I know that I need to not... I believe that for me. I don't know what anybody else. I believe that sometimes there is a sacrifice of faith and that it does require something. And I'm, and I, and I get that, but I think there's a lot of other stuff in life that I have been, um, putting myself last in that really is not about that. I don't think it, I don't think my life needs to be all about me and I don't think I need to do all the things I want to do. And, um, And I don't think it like I need to be first in every aspect of my life, but I do need to put things in their proper order. And I'm not always sure exactly what that is. And that's something that I'm really want to dive in and really talk with the Lord about and really work on this year is just putting things in their proper place. What you know, and I know that I need to shift where I am in that order as well in some ways.
0: Definitely. And I think with that, um, what with that, without and not not to say because this is not our time to give <laughs> each other any time of so I'm just thinking of even what how we used to lock in on class meeting. I would say even just finding somebody who like who can really hold you accountable, not a good thing, and Sabrina just alluded to it earlier, as of us of uh us of wow, of us having spouses who you know we know. Basically, who are our backbones and who can uphold us, who can challenge us, who can uplift us, who can encourage us, motivate us, inspire us, who can challenge us um, and who can also have different views, but also love us through those moments. Um, So whether it be, you know, saying these specific goals um, out loud to yourself daily as a sense of affirmation and saying, I'm going to get through this like oh man, dang, I fell today. Um, and sometimes what happens is people forget to do something today and then they feel like I'm not doing none this week now because I already forgot. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm good now. But having people who who you're willing to come alongside of you, hold you accountable, encourage you, inspire you and probably even do some of the stuff with you. Um, I have noticed that's what helped me. Like I think of, di- oh, I'll say this year and last year, uh, one of my best friends, Tim, shout out to Tim. Like Tim is, I would say a jack of all trades from being a person who, is a great listener who is a great person who gives advice as he's going through school as um i want to say get his, his lcsw um through florida state right now but as a i guess as a clinician as a future hopefully a, a doctor of some sort of social work or psychology where he can give advice but we went through time and time again where every other week or every month we're checking in as we challenge each other to just sermon prep just because like, we was like, how do we find a way to make sure we're really digging into God's word? So I was like, for me, my struggle has been, I really only like, I'll read a scripture or I'll read a passage when I'm in church or when I'm preparing for a sermon. But outside of that, I'm not doing it like intentionally. Like sometimes I do my devotion just to kind of check it off the list. Um, So I was telling him like, Hey, I just need you to t- ask me like how sermon prep is going. And then that will make me refocus to just dive into God's word. Now, granted, that was a way that was me doing it to kind of check it off my list for sermon prep at a time but then it was like let me start doing it when i don't even have a sermon lined up where there is no sermon gauge or engagements or speaking engagements for the next two three months but i'm gonna dive into the space and that was somebody who i know would one challenge me but also who would want to come alongside of me in that moment and who i would want to be alongside of me in this journey just because of you know how locked in or how solid we are so i say thank you to tim for just always finding ways to just check in at the right time because sometimes you'll have people who speak into your life and though it's true right um it's right message wrong person right like where you might Mm -hmm. be in someone like oh you need to go work out like who you think you're talking like i don't even vibe with you like that like stay out my business but when you think about it like i really do like I just didn't want to hear it from that person. You know, it's sometimes it might even be your doctor, where like you're paying this doctor, whether it be via insurance or via your copay, who's telling you better habits to make things happen. Or maybe it's your financial advisor, or maybe it's you looking at your bank account where it's like, I really need to stop spending money. And then you start looking at your bank account. It's like fast food here, fast food here, Starbucks here, Target here. It's like, Did I need those things? Were those things necessities? And so sometimes, you know, it's the Holy Spirit convicting you as well outside of having those people who you want to journey alongside of you. So I would challenge you, like um, we said last week or the week before, choosing a word of the year. But maybe it's even for you. Maybe you're not big on having a word of the year, but maybe it's a person of the year who you want to walk through 2024 with you, who you want to not only hold you accountable, but also uplift you and encourage you like to be there during the high moments as well and to be there during those low moments not just because sometimes people think accountability is only like when something is going wrong like you can have an accountability partner who encourages you encourages you or inspires you or motivates you or just gives you positive reinforcement to when things are going well
2: i think that's tr- great evie because that's a reminder that you know we cannot or should not be doing life alone like for for a myriad of reasons but we do need that accountability if you want to be your best self or be a better version of yourself you you know life was not meant to be done solo and there's a lot of reasons why you need support and community and trusted counsel and friends um to to navigate especially where you should be or want to be in your life
1: so is Former President Trump, that for Melania and the be best is he, <laughs> that community.
2: Maybe he's her motivation. Maybe he's her oh, motivation.
1: You know what? You know what?
2: This ain't my best. I might need to be best without him.
1: I might get a shirt that says that. Um, for twenty. <laughs> 24. So now is the section as we're coming, th- today's episode has gone by fast, but I won't let us get into this two hour thing that we did last week. Although it was good. I did listen back to it. Um, I'm going to call this, well, I'm not going to call this the talk trash session. I'm going to call <laughs> this the exposure because as a part of my just getting ready for the new year, um, I got new responsibilities at work, which means I will have to travel. As y'all know, we share the editing and traveling with the two laptops and doing all that and other things that I have going on in 2024, I was just like, I can't do the podcast. So I thought, oh, I know some people who'd be great. I text EB and Sharika and they're like, no you, no pod. (laughs) So I just wanted to be on the record that I did give them names of people that I thought would be great. But EB asked me a great question that I hadn't thought about at the time when I sent them that and he said, well, what does that mean for 2025? And I was like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. So perhaps it'll be a run back, a circle back. I think it's interesting that this podcast started in the pandemic, and somehow we're still in the pandemic because I had family members who couldn't do Christmas because they got the COVID. The COVID is still here. Y'all, mm. Doug's grandma just oh, had it. Man. I know she had it. Then she didn't have it. Then she got it again. And as y'all know, she's 90. I had it in August. But yeah, my, sis- my sister-in-law's husband got it. And his mom and sister from North Carolina came to stay with them. Now the sister's sick. Oh, is this HIPAA? Well, y'all don't know their their names. And his family's already on that no social media. So you can't find her. Well,
2: you're you not a medical
1: professional. There we go. So, <laughs> girl, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not a good guy. But all that being said, like... We started during the pandemic, which I think it couldn't have been a better time. I remember sitting around at lunch with Sharika, E.B. and just other people that we love. And this was like Sharika's baby. She was like, we should do this because our lunch conversations were so good. And I never thought I'd be where I am now. You know, like even in these three years, how much I've changed and, and really have grown as a woman, Um, I... Have saved like some of my favorite episodes of the pod. And I love this. I don't know how the pandemic would have been for me if I hadn't had the two of you all. So I just want to start with gratitude and just say thank you. This has been awesome. It's been so fun to talk about pop culture. I'm not going to be fake. One of the other major reasons I want to do it is because this whole presidential situation is really stressing me out. I wish I was strong enough, but before I even got the stuff at work and whatever, I said to them kind of in in jest, like, would y'all be annoyed if I didn't do the pod? Because I don't want to talk about Donald Trump. Um, but it's not just him. I just next year, I don't really want to, I'm not in a space anymore where I'm going to be plugged into what's going on with pop culture. And I'm like, no one wants to hear me come every week and talk about I don't know I'm not I'm not gonna have that much going on in 2024 so like uh you know I'll leave that to somebody else but uh I don't know what 2025 holds but I do want to share my top moments and then I want to ask and Sharika to share their top moments before we get to my little section here I guess I'll do like a top three um I'm gonna say any of the episodes with my family have been great because while I am locked in with my family, I just don't talk to those certain individuals at that length of time asking those sort of questions. So in every episode that I've had a family member on, uh, just learning new things about my mom, my sister, for sure. I learned a whole bunch of stuff on the episode and my brother CJ, and I have never talked to him in depth about his prison experience about like when I was on that episode I was feeling emotional because I just felt like the accountability was he was taking where he's at as a man like I haven't seen that so those episodes have been absolutely incredible um even though I said I don't want to talk about Trump honestly some of the highlight my second would be anytime we talked about Kanye or Trump it actually has been hilarious. I was in a different headspace. I can handle it then. But it's not just those topics, like the laughter that I've shared um, on the pod. And especially when people like Hope Harris, uh, Jessica Louise, uh, people who have like messaged me and have been in that laughter with us. Flo obviously has done that. Tanya has done that. Uh, And my sister has done that as well. Like I have enjoyed having this little community of kit backers, And I do look at the stats and I see you guys over in Europe and South America. Who you are? I don't know. But please message us because I'm very curious because it's consistent. Whoever you are, the non-American, shout out to you. You are consistently downloading week to week. Uh, so that has been um, a huge highlight for me. And I would say number one is just Even though I wouldn't consider this a small group at all, sometimes when I have gotten on the pod, it has not been a strong week for me, whether that is mentally, emotionally, socially, spiritually, but something about just coming together has like light, even if I was in a like rough mood before has lightened my mood and uh as Christians, we talk about the scripture that says like the Holy Spirit in me recognizes the Holy Spirit in you. I know that I've grown as a Christian from just hearing the things that Evie is going through spiritually or Sharika is sharing spiritually. So that would be definitely uh, my number one. Um, Be best, (laughs) Evie, Sharika. Do you have a top three or and it doesn't have to be a specific moment. Do you have something like general that you're taking from the pod, etc.?
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I would I would go. Um, I think when we went to a moment where we kind of shifted our structure um, from kind of the free flow into like, hey, I guess the differing views of like, whether it be hot topics or when you went from scripture to or Old Testament to New Testament or funny humor in scripture um, or even just me expounding just doing those type of or those different deep dives of what's going around, what's going on around the world um, brought me a sense of like satisfaction of, you know, the good, bad and the ugly. Uh, of the world, um, a lot of times it was Florida specifically or America specifically, but it was just like, dang, this is crazy. Or it's like, this is something that people needed to know. Um, One of the other ones was just, you know, just the run that it's been so far and it's not like a, hey, it's dead and done, so to speak. It's like, well, let's just see what 2024 has um, for each of us. um, And then see if we circle back or we run it back in 2025. Um, So, But you hit it on the head, just that community of us three being together and what that does for us. Like, um, you know, people know that, you know, we we like I guess we've worked together. We've been around each other. We've shifted. But even without being in the same workplace, um, taking time out of our day to just connect for that hour or so to just speak about different things was definitely, um, I would say, heartwarming and a blessing to me. Um, throughout this season, Sorry, I'm about to cry. That's crazy. Uh, but it's just been dope to just hang out, do to do the pod together, and um, like and as you mentioned, just the, the various guests that we've had and the people who have spoken life, not only to us but also who have spoken life to our listeners, and the amount of feedback that we've either received or that we like individually via text or via family or phone calls. Um, and just the randomness of people who listened who I had no idea who listened until it was a text message about this or about that. Uh, And then last but not least, when we went through like our different episodes of just like rapid fire or hot topic questions of just like our how we rock with each other. Um, So that was dope as well. Well, highlight, I guess I will say. Oh my goodness.
2: So this is wild (laughs) because... So when we talked about this, like, originally, I didn't tell this to Evie or Sabrina, but before I get to that, I'll just say this. I think there's seasons in life, you know, and there's seasons for a lot of things. And I think where we all are in our lives, this is a new season. And I think this break is going to be a good thing. I don't know why, but I feel like it is. And it may be a permanent break. and maybe a temporary break. We'll see. You never know. Listen, us, we might just randomly pop back up in 24. And you'd be like, hey, I thought y'all was gone. Hey, you never know. <laughs> listen. I mean, because, you know, listen, we'll be like, we're not, we, you know, there have been That's times we were like, hey, we're not going to record this week. And we'll be like, <laughs> you know what? Actually, we are. We're here. Here we are. So, you know what? Uh, with us, you just really never know. But low-key with Sabrina, like, you know what I need a rake and I was like I get that Well, I like started tearing up at the time and like it was wild and literally as we've been talking about it I started tearing up again um, because it really has been like a journey and it's been an interesting journey at that but my top three of, um, I'll three things I want to highlight I guess is I love the um, Mother's Day episode that we did with my with our moms and just hearing from my mom and having that moment was nice. Um, My other moment was um, like Evie said like I love our like moments where we ask different questions and be like what is your this or you know you know where we can just share a little bit about our personalities and and the things that we love and the things that you know, we want to do in the future, just learning more about each other has been so much fun. I love those moments. And um, my number one probably was probably one of my hardest episodes is uh, like the Journey to Motherhood episode uh, where i cried like through mm. the whole episode. But the community of the kickback, like Sabrina said, like there's so many times where I'd be like, who... listening and people be listening after that episode I had several people reach out to me and just encourage me and say you know I had no idea but you know I'm praying for you just encouragement and so just the community has been you know something I didn't I don't know I didn't expect it's so weird because I was like I wanted to do this podcast I wanted us to get together. But I never thought about the people on the other side listening. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. And every time people did say something, it was a surprise. But yeah, but to have those people who do, you know, reach out and say whatever they thought or whatever they felt, or add their own little opinions about things. I love that. And it was really an encouragement to me um, on that episode. And being able to have a place to share, that, or not that journey, because I'm still on that journey, but just to be able to share, you know, parts of myself that, you know, you don't always get a space or place to do that has been a blessing. And like E.B. said, just like, in Sabrina, but like just coming together. And I agree with you, Sabrina. There's times where I got on this podcast and I'm like not in the best mood, but it's, you know, it's always a good mood when you get with two like as E.B. says, two of your favorite people and have a moment to just, you know, talk about whatever, laugh at whatever, joke on whatever, you know, come for each other in love. And it's just so it really has been a blessing, the experience. And um yeah, I'm so grateful to both of you for the journey.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Evie, you made me think of, is it Chance the Rapper who has that song and it starts and We Back? And yep. we back? <laughs> but Sharika was like, we might pop up in 2024. I'm like, oh, Lord, I can see us doing that. This dramatic <laughs> session and then be like in February, oh, let's just do like a little pop-up episode. We got to talk about it. So because of that, I do have an honorable mention. I have also like the random episode. So like when... Yeah. It was my birthday and we were sleeping outside in a tent <laughs> and Sharika was my only friend who would do that. We are grown A women and my other friends were like, I pay rent, I pay bills. I'm not sleeping on the ground with you, but happy birthday. And we did a re- recording and people thought we had crickets playing in the background. And I'm like, no, those were the real crickets. I'm an outdoorsy <laughs> girl. And it was awesome. And then we did an episode in a car on the way to Orlando talking about somebody's baby mama drama, somebody brought McDonald's for some kids. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so random, but that's one of the thing I lo- yeah. things I like about the kickback. Like we haven't needed all that stuff to have that community that Shriek was talking about. And when I say all that stuff, I have no disrespect to the people who have like the $500 mics and this and that, like all that is awesome and great, but we were able to create this amazing memory and experience and something that's been uplifting without all that so I want to do a shout out to that too uh before I go to the my little section Evie Shrika. anything else to close out this part
2: um thank you to our listeners mm-hmm. and our faithful friends who supported us all those like e. said who joined us on the podcast and took time out of whatever you were doing to come and hang out with us and I love that too I loved our guests because we got to some of them some of the people we know known forever and then some of people like I love getting to know some of the people like AJ Sabrina's friend mm. like and Sabrina's family you know you hear about them through through the person but to actually hear from them yourself and to get into to know them a little bit more I I just want to thank all of our guests who just took out of their life and shared with us their space as well as you all our listeners so and thank you to the listeners who are very faithful who are always encouraging shout out to my uncle steve who has always been a faithful listener and encourager and um yeah it's just been the journey and i'm just thankful for them those and i'm also thankful to eb and sabrina because everybody's life is life. And, you know, thank you guys for all that you guys did to make this podcast
0: definitely. For me, it's just, of course, um, Sharika and Sabrina, thank you guys for just making time out of your week, out of your days, um, whether it be looking up certain stuff, whether it be scripture or stories or doing deep dives or us diving into recommends, which is also one of my favorite parts of just the different things that people either reading or looking into. And then, oh, I might have to check that out on Netflix and doing those things with a sense of purpose for our listeners and having them have the opportunity. But those things was also for me as I you know, sat on the other end and listened to what you guys shared and sometimes pouring your heart out on certain things and then finding ways to have fun and crack jokes and have your firm stance on certain perspectives or views or situations that are going on um in pop culture, so to speak, or in the world, but or or in just real life, like what's going on with things of I guess life or death matters, so to speak, um, when it happens. To different parts of the world with different situations that we discussed on the pot so i just say thank y'all to y'all too and of course thank you to the listeners and as sharika just mentioned those who just out of the blue hit us up and just give us either words of encouragement or give us your takes on certain things which was always always hilarious because it was never really like hey how you doing or hey what's up and right. like uh i disagree <laughs> with da-da-da-da-da. or why did this person say that and i'm like what the heck like out of all the stuff that's like Ask me how I'm doing first. Like you just go straight to the pod. Like you want to be a guest, just say that. Right. You know we we can bring you on too. (laughs) Um. But yeah. So that's what I would say about that. And then I would wrap up with what Sharie, what Sabrina had kind of opened up with. I will say, um, yes, she did give us different names, and I would say some of those names would probably be some solid people, and things would probably be great. Um, but they also probably would be bad because of the chemistry and the. I guess I would say just how solid we, I believe us three are as a unit where I'm like, I don't got time to learn somebody else. I don't got time to learn somebody else's <laughs> style. on. I don't got time to learn somebody else's views or stances on certain things. Um, I like the tribe that we got with us three and I would prefer to keep it that way. Um, you know, if we were to do a pop-up, then that's what, you know, so be it in that case with some of those people, but you know, we'll see what happens in the future, but there's no, no plans. And just because I know there's always somebody thinking something, but there's no beef between us three. The group chat is still going to be popping. We still (laughs) going to be cracking jokes. We still going to be sharing information or highlights or things that's going on in the world with each other as much as, you know, the others, of course, desire that in a sense of their new spaces and boundaries and how they want to vibe for 2024. But there is no ill will between the trio. So you know, for those of you haters in the world who got that out of your mind, um, I don't know, go find Jesus. Go
1: find Jesus.
2: I Good will job. say the, the group chat is the, I love the group chat. That is one <laughs> of my definite highlights. Y'all, if y'all only the <laughs> stuff that we be sending through the group chat. I done told these people, if I die, who not to be allowing at my funeral and let them know that <laughs> I ain't like them no way. Listen, the group chat be everything. So I am excited to at least keep that going you know we that's always been all we send each other the funniest memes all the things the group chat is everything
1: it's great that needs to be um a little offshoot maybe in 2024 if we have random episodes just call them the group chat Uh, (laughs) the kickback the group chat whatever the topic is yes Um, i love that (laughs) um okay so because it is the wrap-up episode for now i want to do a throwback to my journey with the little section i've had on the kickback and i don't know who remembers what but it all started with me wanting to tie in a lot of the stuff i learned when i was in grad school right so yep. i had like logic i did but i had like the positive mindset the mindfulness yeah. corner so my mindfulness tip for today and just for every day, right? Not even waiting until 2024, EB, that was a great way to talk about a resolution, like we don't have to wait till next week to start. Uh, but for now, just something to keep in mind, we've talked about this before. But when I think of all the performance psychology things, really, it's routine and having this thing that I'm going to talk about, that is like the key to success. And that is a growth mindset, right? This is when you believe that Your basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. Listen again. I'm telling you this. By the power of God, like greater is he that is in you than he who is is in the world, right? So don't limit yourself. Sure, there are certain things that, you know, certain brains and talents that certain people have. All that means is their starting point might be at a different space than yours, but you can close that gap. Having a growth mindset means when you mess up or whatever, you're not just like sitting in the failure like, oh no, what can be done? It is having a mindset of, oh, I'm failing forward. Every mistake is just a, a reference point of how I can succeed in a different way. So that is my little positive uh, psychology corner today. And then after the positive psychology, E.B. Arsharika, do you remember what my section was? Because I kept changing it. <laughs> You had a quote. So you, had you were doing quotes. quotes oh, I was. Scripture. I was doing quotes, but the one I remember next. So I am going to do a quote today. But the one I remember next was the Black History. Y'all don't remember. Oh, yeah. like, Oh, I need to do like a, a Black in the Day, like back in the day. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, um, yeah. Yep. So I'm going to do uh, Kwanzaa right because of the season and although this is a celebration that is about the pan african um continent, so all the countries uh it is expressed through the the swahili language right and that's actually one of the most widely spoken languages in africa created in 1966 um it celebrates history values family community and culture and it's built around these seven Principles, And I won't speak the Swahili because I'm not going to do damage to their language, but it is about unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. If you don't have a word for the year, I just gave you seven. OK, Kwanzaa is an amazing time to just refocus, be with your tribe and uh, consider these things like first fruits for other areas of success in your life so that's my black in the day my quote from one of my favorite movies carpe diem seize the day the first time i went skydiving just in case i died i made sure i probably should have had scripture but i mean hey this is biblical too uh carpe diem seize the day that is about like making sure you're living every moment to its fullness and this is part of the reason i don't want to be on social media I'm not really up there but I want to be up there even less because I'm finding I have so many moments scrolling Instagram or looking at somebody else's life on Twitter like the amount of time I took looking at all of Tia Mowry's responses to people it was wild although it was entertaining I'm like Sabrina you are not seizing the day you are not living your life to its fullest for what I want out of myself right so I'm gonna reset and I encourage you guys to do that too see today and of course I'm gonna end with scripture because that's where I finally ended when it came uh, to my little section on the pod and the scripture today comes from the New Testament Matthew no better words than uh words of Jesus and this is the message virgin a guide for behavior because once again when I think about some of the things that um create anxiety in me with being on social in 2024 is people's behavior, right? We see the craziest things and people aligning politics to if that means you're saved and all this crazy stuff. So this is just a simple guide for behavior, not from me, from Matthew chapter seven, verses one through 12. Don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticize their faults, unless of course you want the same treatment. That critical spirit has a way of boomerang me. It's easy to see the smudge on your neighbor's face and be oblivious to the ugly sneer on your own. Do you have the nerve to say, let me wash your face for you when your own face is distorted by contempt? It's this whole traveling rat roadshow mentality all over again, playing holier than thou instead of just living your part. Wipe that ugly sneer off your face and you might be fit to offer a washcloth to your neighbor. Mm. I'm going to skip down to verse seven and then end it um, there. Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse hide and seek game we're in. If your child asks for bread, do you trick him with sawdust? If he asks for a fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. So don't you think the God who conceived you and love will be better? Here's a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. Add up God's law and the prophets, and this is what you get. The beginning, of course, made me laugh because every time we hear that scripture, that's like, oh, the speck, (laughs) you're looking Mm -hmm. at the speck, and then, you know, society. But the way that the message did it, I found it humorous, but then I also just found it like, This is like, I feel like I need to read that every day. Sometimes when we get caught up in everything that's happening, it's like, oh, well, this person's doing this and this person living that. And and it's like, once again, another thing that makes me excited about just really turning inward for 2024, don't be worried about what everybody else is doing. Are you living a life in a way that gives you peace and that the Lord is going to say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. And if everybody did that, maybe we'd have less backbiting. I don't know.
2: Huh, that
1: was a lot. Thank you for letting me do a little quick all of my segments that we've done over here. I love years. It. Um, EB, What are you expounding? And I feel like eb has been consistent. He's always expounded, right?
0: Yeah, for the yeah. most part, it just yeah, shifted in my ways of explaining. Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll take three
0: um, Oh s- Yeah. So sure. Well, I'm going to ask Shereke. I'm asking Sabrina because I think Sabrina probably would know better. No beef. What is Taylor Swift's last album called? Midnight midnight yeah so like typically right when midnight happens what happens it's a new day
1: right
0: so for those of you who are listening to the podcast it's a new day you won't be listening Mm. anymore like well you can go (laughs) back and listen to old episodes but you know like you know you can go to one of her other albums evermore and you can listen as much as you want i believe we have a great reputation um hopefully Mm. you loved how we rock. And you can hear us speak now, but it'll be in the past when you listen. I can go on and on. Uh, but okay, now, Taylor, Swift a... fan, <laughs> Taylor Swift fan, EB.
2: Love it. Secret Taylor Swift fan, Swift Just EB. a little okay, bit.
0: <laughs> but not only am I, I was say a Taylor Swift fan, but something that I'm going to expound on might blow you away. UC Berkeley. University of Florida. University of Texas, Austin Campus. New York University. Harvard University. Just to name a few, who within the past year or two have started courses based on Taylor Swift, wow. the t- the phenomenon of Taylor Swift, her I guess her business acumen as a leader in the world, the economics of her, how she markets and how she um, leads her tours, her skill set, her I guess her choreographic her choreographing teams just all the things that dive, the sociology of Taylor Swift these are just actual like class titles um for her or the things that they focus on um her being grateful but she can't sing or she would have cried yep. and utterly failed or to make a living as a singer and songwriter herself just them going on a different educational institutions and then saying how some of these classes have literally, or I would say, I think five out of the six schools have said they've maxed out for the next three or four semesters, which means next two or three years, essentially. And I just find it interesting as some of the stuff that we find time for or the stuff that we graduate to gravitate to now there's nothing wrong with diving into a taylor swift class because i could tell you if they was doing one on michael jordan or even taylor swift like if i was still in school i probably would just hop in it just because of watching her rise to success as essentially a teenager to what she is now in her 30s and still killing it since she came out or whatnot so it's like what does like what does her business acumen look like for me to dive into that if that is my next bag or in my next season or if that's what i'm trying to do in 2024 but i also was interested in y'all and i'm saying y'all as in you all who are listening former um president who posted i guess his word blog or his word posts or i forgot how they worded it, but it's like kind of like all your words jumbled together his word cloud boom perfect look at god see that's the god be working um his word cloud of the year and they had certain words that just drive me crazy and his I guess I'll say his fans um, or his future voters were just foaming out of the mouth at these words of revenge and dictatorship and leader and election, things that seems to, I don't know these people personally. I know some of them personally, I guess I'll say, but I don't know all the people who are going crazy on social media, but it seems to rile up a specific type of anger or evil in the hearts of certain individuals. And so as you're going into 2024, I would hope, that you're going into it with some form of hopefulness at what God can do despite what's going on. Because I'm closing out or expounding on a story that I don't even want to tell, but it also just shows the time and the place that we're in as, I believe, as a society. There's a 14-year-old kid who goes Christmas shopping with his 15-year-old brother, who goes Christmas shopping with their older 23-year-old sister who goes Christmas shopping with their mother who goes Christmas shopping with her, with her two grandchildren. So the 23-year-old has two sons. I believe one is one is six and one is 11 months. She also has two younger brothers who's 14 and 15, and it doesn't taste the mom age. But I'll just assume, um, and this is an assumption, but I'll say I would assume the mom is probably 40 and up. And I'm only saying that because she would have had her at 17. I could have had her earlier. Who knows? But, you know, I'm just saying, I'm assuming that she's around that age. 23-year-old sister is looking out for her 15-year-old brother and 14-year-old brother by getting them different gifts for Christmas. 14-year-old is becoming very, very agitated at the gifts that the 15-year-old brother is getting and just causes a ruckus at whatever shopping plaza or store they're in. Now they get home, it continues or further escalates to something that, one, I would hope no family would ever have to go through, and two, to something that I would consider, I would say, like, I want to say heartless, but I don't know these people personally, so it's like, I don't know, maybe there's something else that's not being described in this press conference that I've seen on YouTube um, from our neighboring county of Pinellas County, but this 14-year-old shoots and kills his 23-year-old sister. But at the time of shooting her, she has her 11-month-old child in her baby carrier, which means he's like holsted onto her, her chest. Which lets me know, not only did he not care about the life of his sister by shooting her, he definitely didn't care about the life of that infant or that baby at that time by making any type of gestures or gunshots in that direction. 15-year-old brother sees or hears what's happening outside goes into the yard with his gun shoots his 14-year-old brother doesn't kill him but he injures him enough where he has to get tough of course to the hospital bed and while he's recovering um, he'll be charged with murder but then the brother who comes out to what seems to be in a sense of defense of his older sister is charged with attempted first-degree murder now he's also charged with tempering because i guess he tried to make it seem like his brother shot himself and then he ran away from the scene, tried to hide his gun or extra stuff. But as I read this story that happened here in this Tampa Bay area, thinking like, what is going through the mind of this mom who now as a grandmother and as a mother, I'm assuming possibly, now granted dad is probably in the life somewhere, hopefully God willing, but still have to be a grandmother to a motherless six-year-old and 11-month-old. But now to have your 14-year-old child be charged with first degree murder and your 15 year old child to be charged with attempted first degree murder and to have your 23 year old daughter to be dead or lifeless in front of your house at this time. Mm -hmm. And all of this took place on Christmas Eve. Mm. Christmas 2023. And I would assume every Christmas moving forward would never be the same for this family. Mm. For this six year old, who, you know, I would say at six, you kind of know enough to be like you don't know all the ins and out of emotions, probably of like, you know, but you know when typically at least at least six year olds that I've dealt with, let me say that. Six year olds I've dealt with, they know when somebody's upset, they know when somebody's mad, they know when somebody so like he probably will have an idea of what's going on to a certain extent, but probably may not have experienced death in this way where mom isn't coming back. But now this eleventh month old, I'm just thinking, cause six-year-old will be able to tell her in a couple, or tell, because they didn't say it was him or her, tell the 11-month-old younger sibling eventually in life, or another family member will. But, like, how do you even go through life when knowing your uncle, who likely will probably spend a decent amount of time, I might not spend forever because he's only 14, even though I know the Pinellas Sheriff says he's trying to charge him as an adult. But, like, your uncle killed your mom. Or even for the mom to think through her emotions of, like, My son killed my daughter and then my other son tried to kill his brother, my other child. And so as I'm looking at this family and I'm thinking about this world and I'm thinking about, um, because I think we all probably know one or two people. We know somebody who didn't make it to, who won't make it to December 31st because they haven't made it because God has already called them home or something else has happened to them. Because I know God don't call everybody home. I know we always say that, but like everybody ain't making it to heaven, so. Like, well, I guess hell will be home for some people too, because that's what it gonna be. But I would say take time to love on your loved ones as much as you can, because as you're getting ready to go into 2024, there's still a group of, I would say, what seems to be heartless and lifeless people in this world. And in this story, as young as 14, who seems to be upset, according to his mother, about Christmas gifts in a dispute that took place between him and his brothers and his older sister. But we also know there's countless other stories, whether it be from family members like these, whether it be from complete strangers or somebody's knocking on the wrong door and then they're getting shot at, whether it be from law enforcement officers who you expect to protect and serve, whether it be from what I would consider sometimes accidents where people don't even know how to respond to those moments from hit and runs where it's like, oh, I didn't know that person was walking or riding their bike or doing this and they just kept going. And things happen all, all, all the time. And so on top of loving your loved ones, I would challenge you or I would beg you, I would plead with you. Get to know Jesus for yourself. Because I think, we didn't say it through our like highlights, but I think that's one of the other things that I loved about us on this podcast, where as much as we could, we, and I say, or well, as much as we did, we tried to shift it back to, to Jesus, even on moments of, high emotions or low or sometimes might not even get mentioned in the podcast. Um, But I would hope throughout all of it, you've heard our hearts for you as a listener to know Jesus and for you to shine that light to everybody that you interact with. As much as we were here to entertain and engage, we hope that we informed you about different things happening in the world, different things happening in our lives. But we also hope that we found a way to shine a brighter light. Um, which is the light of Jesus into your heart mm-hmm. into your home into your into your car into your workplace wherever you listen to the podcast into you in the grocery store where maybe it was something that just made you smile we would hope that that yes. was Jesus like shining in you and through you because literally when i watch this video cuz i sometimes get on youtube and i just watch random videos um and i'm watching this i'm like oh snap like that's at largo oh snap that's pinellas county oh snap that's right there and, like, we all know sure. people who sometimes... Uh, and I won't get into it on this podcast. I keep this one <laughs> for the group chat. But We all know people who sometimes get Christmas gifts where, you know, you would want to do some damage to mm, the person. Mm, but mm, I mm. never think that oh, get... wow. <laughs> it will want to but Oh, wow. But I know what I'm talking about, and the people who... Sharik and Sabrina know what I'm talking about. But they will never want it to get to that point.
1: Mm. You, know, you might yeah, want to no. stop
0: somebody for the disrespect. No. You know, you might want to... The clear disrespect.
1: For the disrespect. The clear yeah
0: and it was from a clear person um <laughs> you might want to mush the person for the disrespect you might want to trip them you might want to even thump them in the back of the head without them looking i don't know but like this for just the kids i'm just like what the heck this is wild um but again get to know jesus for yourself yeah. and let his light shine bright in and through your life again we hope that we were able to engage you encourage you entertain you inform you uh, but also find ways to level you from a distance and evangelize to you in a way um that we only know how we could that you know through this podcast and you know we're still open for discussions the page will still be around if you want to ask questions you know it might take us a while to get back to you because you know we're creating boundaries and being intentional about other things for 2024. Um, but we know that God gonna run the show. And again, we are thankful for you and your listenership and at times where we posted videos, your viewership. But that's what I'm expounding on for the last time in 2023 via the kickback podcast. Any closing thoughts, closing remarks y'all got Sharika or Sabrina? Uh,
1: I guess two things. Yeah, that story about Christmas. I mean, I, I growing up we'd, we'd jokingly say and sometimes seriously say Jesus is a reason for this season but seriously those of you who have influence over families people over yourself do remember Christmas short sure, gifts but like it's just a time to connect with your family and make those memories like it is heartbreaking to me that someone felt so devalued based off of something external as like how much money is being spent for them or whatever that lives were lost. We really need to like reshift our focus. Um, And the second thing on a lighter note is in the spirit of the way things used to be at the beginning and where we are now, when you were talking about Taylor Swift, I wondered now that Sharika has seen Taylor Swift, Sharika, who would you invite to the kickback? That used to be a section. Would you invite Taylor? You know what?
2: I would invite Taylor, but (laughs) But you, yeah, you know what? I'll just leave it on the positive note. I would invite Taylor. You know why? Because she does have, she has done something that most people in this lifetime will never do, and that's something to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. So yes, I I would invite Taylor. Um, yes, that story was heartbreaking, and um, Jesus is definitely. You know he's he's you know in, in my opinion he's necessary. He is necessary for this for life. He is the life and the way and the truth. So, you know, definitely, um, I'm I'm thankful that you brought that up, Evie. Like it, through it all, the laughs. One of the things that I wanted to do, reason I wanted to do this podcast was because I love the conversation. We had a great time. And I wanted something that I felt represented um, life and life with Christians, young adults, young, and I don't know, my husband said we're not young adults anymore. We're just adults. But, you know, I wanted something that I could relate to and I wanted other people to relate to it as well. You know, we came on here as our authentic selves, um, but through it all, I think that we did, you know, represent our love for God and wanting the best for God's people. So I was grateful that we got to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, that that um, story just breaks my heart and I have, you know, just want better. So it reminds me that we need to continue to pray for not each other, not just each other, but for this world and those who are lost because there's so many people lost in this world Mm -hmm. and they need love and they need light in their life because it can be dark. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I do want to say a praise report to the Lord. Now that we're talking about the Lord, I almost forgot about this, but earlier this week, my husband and I, was it Christmas Eve? No, it was Christmas Eve. Eve. So the 23rd of December, my husband and I were leaving my brother-in-law's house we had a lovely town family minding our own business. We were at a stoplight and somebody, well, before we got to the stoplight, I just had a weird feeling and I just prayed to the Lord. And I was just like, God, I just pray for protection. We we're at a stoplight not too long after. And somebody hit our car. Praise God. Nothing was wrong no. with our car. We were fine. Our car had not a scratch on it. We were fine. It was just like, oh, I don't even know what happened, what the person, I don't remember, I don't know what they were going through, but I just praise God for that because- Listen, he answered my little prayer, Amen. and I'm grateful.
1: Definitely. I know, that's right. That spirit of discernment that hit you before, that stuff gives me the chills, but praise God for it. Mm. Mm. Um, Speaking yep. of praising God, I'm going to have my recommends in with the book, so shout out to Jan, who listens to the pod. Yes. And I'll out, probably be proud that I'm having a book, but... This is something I'm going to go through in 2024. I've read it before, but you know, it's like the Bible. It's always, some things are just always going to be poignant in your life. It is called Devotional Classics, Selected Readings for Individuals and Groups. It is edited by Richard Foster and James Bryan Smith. It is excellent. I went through it the first time, when did I graduate from high school? 2006, so probably in 2007. And I'm going to go through it. Again, I was going through the Bible in 2023 and somebody described it to me once, like devotionals are kind of like snacks, right? Like you have your protein, mm-hmm. which is God's word and you have your veggies, which is like, you know, going to church and being in Christian community. But sometimes you just need a little more. And so I feel like devotionals are that for me. They definitely do not take the place of the mo- main protein, uh, but you need a little more. So this is something that I would, Suggest to a Christian who's on any stage of their journey, young, old, new to the Lord, you know, been knowing the Lord since you're a baby. Check it out. It's called devotional classic and you can find it at any bookstore or on Amazon.
2: My recommend is I always, one of the things that I've been trying to do in the past few years of my life is read the Bible in a year, every year. So, um, at work, we're doing this, uh, devotional group called 52 weeks in the word and there's a podcast for it um and there is a workbook for it and so that's what I recommend to you there's a book called 52 weeks um I think it's 52 weeks in the word yeah and I believe that um the author is Nancy Guthrie G-U-T-H-R-I-E so, um, that is my recommend is to get into the word and, um, just, if we want to be your best, you be your best self or be best, you know, the best thing to do is to do it through the word of God. So I'm recommending 52 weeks in the word. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Thank you for that. So a lot of times people have heard, um, this phrase where, um, it takes 21 days to form a habit. But the Journal of Social Psychology would say that, as Mari would say, that is a lie. Or is it Mari who uh, say that's a lie? Yes,
1: and that was a lie.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, I thought it was gonna hit, but no, nah, it was Mari." Um, so it <laughs> actually takes depending on now. Granted, there's different right because it's like, oh, I need a make my bed or da da. it was a study that was done where it said for the most part, it took anywhere between 18 days to 254 days for people to form a new habit. Um, they did say that it takes anywhere between 21 days or 30 days to 60 days to break a habit. So if there's something that you're doing, it could take mm. you a month to two months for you to, to break a habit, but for you to form a habit, um, the journal of psychology says on average, it takes more than two months to form a new behavior to make it become automatic. It takes exactly 66 days of doing the same thing where you will notice a deep change in your behavior. Now, this does not necessarily automatically create a new habit because it depends on the behavior and the person and the outlying circumstances. But on a consistent basis around 66 days have seemed to be the perfect number. So with that, I don't have a sixty-six day devotional for you, but I do have a sixty-day devotional, and I think you will be able to start off January and February, and you'll go into March because next year we only have. Oh yeah, actually, wow, actually, it'll be all of January and February. I lied because I was like, "You're gonna be able to go to March too." But if you start on January first with those thirty-one days, and next year we have twenty-nine days in. February because it's a leap year or an Olympic year as I try to remember it, that'll be 60 days. So all of January, all of February, if you stay consistent and if you don't go into March, don't quit, don't give up. The book that I have for you is called Upon Waking, 60 Daily Reflections to Discover Ourselves and the God We Were Made For. This is a book that is written or a devotional that is written by the one and the only Jackie Hill Perry. And if you want another book by her, it talks about her transformation, her life, how God um, changed her, um, where she has a book called Gay Girl, Good God, the story of who I was and who God has always been. And that's one of the great things about God is he never changes even if we do. So if you're looking for a new devotional you're like I don't really think I got it in me to read through the Bible in a year or I don't know if I want to do a long book or I don't know what but 60 days. 60 days upon waking. You can do it in the morning. You can do it in the afternoon. You can do it at night. You can do it whenever you want, but just dive into this devotional book. And I would say just because I know sometimes people do actually listen to the pod and they really be diving in on things. But if you have cause let me see. All right. Yeah I'm not gonna do the hardcover. I would do the hardcover. I'm gonna do one hardcover and one Kindle. So if you are interested and I'll ask Sabrina to make sure she look out for it just in case since she kind of handles our socials so to speak um if you are interested in a hardcover for the new year or to start it um you just got to be the first one to message and say i want that devotional book upon waking by jackie like you got to put upon waking jackie hill you got to put something in the message dm, DM us on instagram because that's where i'm trying to refer to it too but the first person who does that and the first person who asks for a kindle I, i'll be willing to do that that will be my christmas gift so y'all, if nobody don't do it by January the 10th, then you all out of luck. If you do it after that, God bless you. But I that's did want to
2: say that that I forgot to say, shout out to Lori who did share her word of the year um on our socials when we had the episode The Flow. So mm-hmm. shout out to you, Lori, for uh reaching out. And I wanted to correct my book. It is 52 weeks in the word, but the book is by Trillia. C-R-I-L-L-I-A New Bell. Oh, that's a black James lady. Bell, yes. And the <laughs> podcast is is by um the podcast is by Nancy Guthrie, but it is the same. They have a podcast based on or going through the book. So it is the podcast is Nancy, but the book is actually by Trillia New Bell.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up um this anything else are y'all good
2: i am blessed and good
0: so this is a way just because you know you never know we might blow up one day from the podcast or somebody might listen to us from (laughs) way back when and be like hey i need those three and i want to give them a deal so just in case any of those people are out there listening oprah winfrey tyler perry jay-z beyonce Kev on stage.
2: Club Shay Shay. um, Club Shay Shay. Um
0: (laughs) Charlemagne the God, the Black Effect Network. Um, and then I'll close out with something that I've been hearing. Well, he always said on his podcast, but I said it before a while ago. But the way that Joe Budden closes out his podcast, I think it's great for us to close out 2023. Um, he said a whole bunch of other stuff, but I'll try to keep his a little clear and concise because the other stuff I'm not gonna say that part on our pod. Um But if you want to go listen, you go listen to Joe Bud podcast and listen to see how he closes out. But this is what he says. And then that's it for 2023. Life is a series of moments and moments past. So let's make this one last as if it's all that we have. Keep us in your prayers. Lord knows we need to be there in the meantime. Arrivederci. I bid you adieu. Hasta la vista. So long. Goodbye. Deuces. God bless y'all. Remember, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until 2025. Vote.